We've all been there. We work a long run of shifts and we finally get a rest day. And all of a sudden, the rest day's gone. We've scrolled out all of our social media. We've nearly finished Instagram. We've nearly finished Netflix. And all of a sudden, it's time to go back to work again. In today's episode, I'm going to give you some strategies on how you can go about making the most of your rest day. Shift work can be brutal, but it doesn't have to be. Welcome to a healthy shift. My name is Roger Sutherland, certified nutritionist, veteran law enforcement officer, and 24-7 shift worker for almost four decades. Through this podcast, I aim to educate shift workers using evidence-based methods to not only survive the rigors of shift work, but thrive. My goal is to empower shift workers to improve their health and well-being so they have more energy to do the things they love. Enjoy today's show. Welcome back to a Healthy Shift podcast, where I uncover evidence-based strategies to help shift workers thrive, not just survive. I'm your host, Roger Sutherland. I'm a veteran shift worker of almost four decades and an evidence-based nutritionist. As always, I get great pleasure in personally welcoming you to this episode of the show, and I thank you so much for tuning in. Now today, I'm bringing you a topic that is crucial for maintaining a healthy work-life balance and optimizing that precious day off. Now this has come as a result of a request through my social media, and if you've got any questions or anything that you would like to ask or something that you'd like me to address in a longer form on a podcast, for goodness sake, can you just message me and just let me know because I want to help you, the shift worker. I want to thank you for raising this as it's such an important question for us to address because it's made me realize just how I take a lot of things for granted, but people get to the end of these rest days and all of a sudden it's gone and they're back to work. So how many times have you gone through a run of shifts and finally got to a rest day and all you want to do is just sleep in and sleep all day? But what you don't realize is that this is actually adding even more problems for us. I always speak openly and honestly about regular sleep, and I've even made a whole podcast around what on earth do you mean by regular sleep? Episode number 76. Go and have a listen to that about what we mean when we say get regular sleep. Now, so there's no misunderstanding and that we are all 100% crystal clear on this, listen carefully. You can't catch up on sleep. Let me repeat that. You can't catch up on sleep. Now, you might think, oh, I've worked a great long run and I've earned the right to have a lie-in today. Have a lie-in, but open the blinds and get that light in and reset your circadian rhythm. Because this rolling over and going back to sleep and rolling over and going back to sleep and rolling over and going back to sleep is causing your circadian rhythm even more desynchronization. Now, your circadian rhythm runs on a 24-hour cycle. Believe it or not, every 24 hours. Rog, and it responds to three main Zeitgebers, which are time cues. One is light, the other one is nutrient timing, and the third one is movement. 
Obviously, it responds to a whole lot more, but they are the three main ones. Now, if you are doing all of those, like triggering it with light nutrient timing and moving, and if you're lying around and you're not getting any of that stimulation, then your circadian rhythm gets completely confused. It is vital that our circadian rhythm gets reset at the beginning of every day as much as it possibly can. It needs to know exactly where we are at in time and space. And that sleeping, pushing it back another three or four hours to quote unquote catch up on sleep, which you can't do, only confuses it further. Now, I've got a number of clients that I have that I've insisted get up early get going early. And I'm sure if you're someone who's listened to this podcast for some time and you've gone back over the last number of episodes and you've put some of these actual practices in place, you will be thriving as well. And that's why I suggest that people get themselves up early on that rest day and optimize the day. Don't drag yourself out of bed and wander around aimlessly, not sure what to do. That is pointless plan ahead. These clients of mine are literally just thriving because we get up, we get breakfast, we get moving, we get hydrated, off we go. And that makes a massive difference to your energy during the day. Now, while you think, oh, I haven't got the energy to get up and get going, by staying in bed, you are not improving it. You are actually making it worse. And crawling out of bed and staying inside and flopping on the couch and trying to finish Netflix is not going to help you in any way whatsoever. You need to get that daylight early. So let's just go through six tips that I have for you for your rest day. Tip number one is the importance of a well-structured day off. As shift workers, we often find ourselves caught in this cycle of working odd hours. That's shift work. And this takes a toll on our health and well-being. That's why it is absolutely vital that you make the most of your day off. It is your day away from work, right? It's not just about relaxation. It's about strategic self-care. When you optimize your day off, you're not only recharging yourself physically, but you're also nurturing your mental and your emotional health as well. So that's why it's important to have a well-structured day off. And how do we do that? Brings me to tip number two, planning ahead for your day off. The key to a successful day off starts with planning. Treat your day off with the same level of importance as you would with a work shift. Begin by blocking certain areas of your day out and ensuring that you have nothing work-related that you are obligated to do. This is your day off. You have a right to disconnect. So disconnect from your work. This is important for your mental and your physical health. This dedicated time to you will allow you to fully disconnect from your job and will immerse yourself in activities that really do bring you joy, that will rejuvenate your soul and get you feeling so much better. And I'm not going to say you miss going to work, but it means that you don't feel like you've been caught up in the vortex of this cycle of work going all the time. 
This brings me to point number three, and that is somehow we have to balance activity and rest. It's tempting, I know, on a day off to either pack your day, flat chat with endless activities, or we end up doing nothing at all. And the sweet spot lies halfway in between both of those. So what I would suggest is consider incorporating both active and restorative activities. Whether it's going for a hike, practicing yoga, indulging in your own hobby, or simply lounging around with a good book, variety will keep your day off fulfilling and well-rounded. And as an idea for you, I've already told you that sleeping is a no-no because it's going to cause you problem. Get up, take yourself out, go for a walk, and just relax with that walk. It's enormously beneficial for your mental health. It's really, really good for your physical health. And go out and get your shopping and do what you need to do and get all that done. And then go and flop on the couch in the afternoon with a book and relax. But at least you've done something in the morning at the time when your circadian rhythm needs it. And if you're going to nod off, 25 to 30 minutes maximum. Otherwise, it's going to start to impact on your night uh, sleep, your biological night sleep. And we don't want that to happen. Point number four is mindful nutrition on your day off. All right, now, as an evidence-based nutritionist, I can't begin to stress enough to you how crucial mindful eating is, even on your day off. We get into such a routine and a rhythm with what we're doing at work, and when we get to our rest day, we are all over the place. We are in a mess. It's important that we have structure in that as well. Still opt for nutrient-dense meals. You're in a position where you've got a day off. It gives you the opportunity to cook your fried eggs and your avocado or poached eggs and your avocado and put it on some whole grain toast and give yourself a good breakfast. It gives you that opportunity, that time to relax and actually do that. It also gives you the opportunity to catch up with a friend that you've planned in advance and have yourself a good breakfast with them. Make sure that you are always putting in a mix of lean proteins or plant-based proteins whole grains, and a rainbow of fruits and vegetables. And remember, as always, your hydration is a non-negotiable. So keep that water bottle close by. It's easy on a rest day to let all of these things slip. Now, remember, I've also discussed the three steps for meal prepping before. And to just quickly recap those for you, Work back three days from your rest day. Now, this is where having a whiteboard and whiteboarding things out really helps because you know your rest day is going to be the day that you cook and prep and get yourself ready. But the last thing that you want to do is to waste your whole day thinking about what you're going to have, going out and shopping for it, and then coming home and having to prep for it and you've wasted a whole day. And that's why people don't do it, because they get to the end of the day and they think, I haven't even done this, so they don't. The way we work this, the best possible way to work it, is to work three days back from your rest day. And on that day one, that's the day we actually think about what we want to have, and we write it down, and we make a shopping list, and then we put it away. Now, you can do that while you're if you're a paramedic ramped at a hospital, if you're in the police while you're in the station or sitting somewhere or 
heaven forbid, hospital guarding or doing whatever you're doing. We all have the opportunity at some stage to take 10 to 15 minutes out to think about what we want to have. And remember, you can also have your six meals written out, six meals for breakfast, six for lunch, six for dinner, and your six snacks as well. And you can work in with that. So just write it down. And that's all you do on that day. On the next day, you duck out, duck back, you're a shift worker. You can get in and out of the shops in half an hour and get exactly what you need and take that home and leave that at home. And that's all you do on that day. And then on the rest day, after you've got yourself out of bed, you can do a number of things. You can either cook it straight away and have it ready to go so you feel so accomplished for your day off or go for your walk, go for your exercise, catch up with Jenny, do whatever you've got to do, but then do your meal prep because all you got to do is cook it because you've got everything and everything's there and ready. And this makes your whole day so much easier to get through. And it also means that you've got delicious and nutritious food that you can take for your next rotation of shifts. And this has changed so many of my clients' lives and also listeners to this podcast and on my Instagram that have been sending me messages about how much this has changed their lives. And it is literally so simple. Point number five is a digital detox and also connection. This is the time where we disconnect from our screens and we reconnect with our loved ones. It's a must on our day off. They're the ones that are keeping the home fires burning for us while we are off running around doing our shifts. We owe it to them to give them 100% of our time. And I know it's our day off and we want to make it all about us, but they're supporting us while we're doing our shift work. And I think it's imperative that we actually spend that time helping them or with them, even if it's just sitting at a table having brunch or lunch or or whatever, and just be engaged with them and not sitting there staring into our phones doing um, scrolling aimlessly and just doom scrolling, because that's all we're ended up doing. Now, our, our modern world today it is bombarding us with digital stimuli. We get stuck on Instagram. We get stuck on TikTok. We're in Facebook. We're doing all of these things and all it's doing, these platforms are designed to hold our attention and to keep us looking at them. And that's not that's a total and utter waste of your day off. You might think it's good for you. It's actually not. And it's causing you even more problems. A mini detox can work wonders for us in reducing stress. Be careful who you're following and what you're actually doing on your social media because it can actually be causing us even more problem. And spend quality time with your family, catch up with your friends, book them in ahead, book them in advance and make sure that you're committed to going and seeing them early on the day off and actually engage in a face-to-face conversation instead of this tech shorthand that we use and strengthen all of those personal connections that you've got. A day off is also brings me to point six, which is reflection and gratitude. And I always are going to throw this in because I know it works. Before your day off comes to a close, just take some time for reflection and think about the moments that brought you joy, the activities that made you feel alive, and the people who filled your day with positivity. Practicing gratitude has been scientifically proven for benefits for our mental health and our overall well-being. And the more that you practice gratitude, I can assure you, the better your life gets because you start to see 
a lot more to be grateful for. And this makes it super important that we practice it. Now, you don't necessarily have to write it down, but if you sit yourself in five minutes of peace and quiet, close your eyes and just reflect on the things that made you happy during the day and what you are actually grateful for. And it can literally be something as simple as, I've got a car and I was able to drive here and I was able to drive home. I can drive and I've got a car that got me there and back. That's gratitude. Don't, you don't have to look for monumental milestones to be grateful for. It can literally be, I'm sitting here on my comfortable chair. That's it. It can be, I've got a comfortable bed. My home is secure and I feel safe in it. You can go through those things because the more you practice, stop and take the time for that mindful practice and go through that, the better you will actually feel. And then when you go to sleep that night, because you've been up early, you will be tired, you'll sleep, you'll be ready to attack it if you've got to go back to the shift the next day. It's the only way. So there you have it. I don't want to bang on in great length today, but those are six strategies that I put into place in relation to rest days. One, the importance of a well-structured day off. Number two, plan well ahead for that day off and lock people in to catch up with them. Balance your activity and rest. It doesn't have to be all go, 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 and it shouldn't be no, no, no for the whole of that um, day off. Mindful nutrition on your day off and digital detox and connection. And don't forget reflection and gratitude just at the end of the day. All right. So there you have it. Evidence-based strategies for optimizing your day off as a dedicated shift worker. Remember, this isn't just a luxury. It's actually an essential part of your self-care routine. And it really is just so important. Self-care has been shown to improve your mental health and your physical health in an enormous way. So by planning your day off with intention, balancing your activities, nourishing your body and disconnecting from screens and disconnecting from work and even work people, balancing your activities Uh, sorry, and nurturing your connections, you'll set yourself up for success in both your work as well as in your personal life. So there you are. Thanks for joining in. If you found today's episode helpful, please don't forget to hit follow so that you're notified if I drop any special episodes. And please share this episode with these strategies with your fellow shift workers if you think they would get any value out of it. This is just so important to me, and it's important for the reach of the show to bring you and every other shift worker solid, evidence-based strategies to thrive, not just survive while you're working shift work. Keep the questions coming. I love them. And remember, you have got the power to be a true shift work champion. And as always, remember to be patient and kind to yourself as you navigate the challenges of shift work and prioritize your mental health and well-being. And as always, again, I want to thank you for tuning into A Healthy Shift. Keep moving forward 1% at a time, one step at a time, and make yourself a healthy shift. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you get notified whenever a new episode is released. It would also be ever so helpful if you could leave a rating and review on the app you're currently listening on. If you want to know more about me or work with me, you can go to ahealthyshift.com. I'll catch you on the next one.